This is the Shoot to Hunt podcast, and my name, you all know it, is Ryan Avery. And my co host here is, um, Mr. M- Mr. It's Jack! You mean Mushaney? No. <laughs> It's Ma. It's Marshaney. Oh, it's Marshaney. We've been over this. Damn it. <sighs> you need to take those damn crocs off. Yes. And wear some real man's shoes. Wow, you're aggressive today, Mr. Well, Mr. Mushaney. My sea levels are currently pushing 3,000 right now. crap. Yes. My beard is down to my knees. <laughs> your, yes. Your veins, they're flowing. They're flowing they're... and uh, and I must be at 5,000 by oh, the end of the year. My. You're going crazy. Well, the, the crocs are thinking this every time you get in them. How fat is your ass? Really? Fat, round, and ready for this podcast, my friend. Let's jump into it. Let's go. You really got to think about the minds that put that together. <laughs> it's like shallow, wading pool deep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there was any rehearsal involved there. No. And there was no second takes either. It's like, one, well, we have one shot here. I do like the music that they put it to also. It's got like that salsa, cha-cha-cha. What, well, do you know Do you know exactly what your T-levels are at the moment? Uh, okay, I, what I have learned is that um, with the specific blood work that I'm getting, once you're over 1,500, it just says greater than 1,500, and that's where I'd be living. It says you're about to have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> I do feel funny sometimes because I maybe I maybe taking I maybe taking some other shit, dude. All right, so back in the day, a little, little funny story. I used to work graveyard. This is way back when, maybe seventeen years ago, eighteen years ago. Uh, graveyard. I used to ride a street bike. I had a, a, a 2006 GSXR 600, and I would ride that a hundred miles round trip down this big Cajon Pass. Um, I used to like grab four Red Bulls at the top at the truck stop and I'd kill one right there, kill one when I got down and then kill the other two throughout the night kind of thing. And it really got to be to the point where my heart was literally, so I'd start to feel this pain in my arm and my chest. And if I was feeling my pulse, it would literally skip a beat. So it'd be like, boom, 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 boom. Boom. And that would, right when the skip happened, everything would tighten up. And long story short, I quit drinking them and it went away. That's the true fucking story. <laughs> so I know what that feels like, I guess is what I'm saying. And uh, <laughs> I've said this a couple times lately that I could die a happy bet because Cliff was telling me yesterday, he's like, oh, I'll be careful with that. And then I'll just, I'll just put quotation the shit that I'm trying. So be careful with that. I said, yeah, I took a little too much the other day, but my whole body turned red. And I was sweating all day. And he's like, yeah, be careful. That. I said, I could die a happy man. What? I don't think I would want to, like, roll the dice on skipping a beat. Now, that was a whole nother. Now, if my heart, if I had a heart like murmur or something was skipping yeah. right now. Now, keep in mind that I'm healthy. Yeah. I, uh, I don't have any previous or, f- you know, hopefully not future type of. Well, people are going to say, you're taking steroids. You're not taking steroids. I'm not taking, I'm not taking what you would consider black market steroids, like right. the big body. I'm not taking none of that. Taking some shit, but it's not that level. It might be taking estrogen. We don't know. 
Definitely not estrogen. Now you got to be careful with the testosterone because if you go too high on the testosterone, it could give you uh, bitch tits. There's a special word for it. yeah, but it did. It's like I don't know, dehumidify. I don't know. There's some fucking word. There's a word like so when I I've been on the Andro gel, and um, they have to check my estrogen because I was like, why are you doing that? She's like, well. You can get bitch tits and you can stay. Yeah. You know. My doc said pretty much straightforward is that if your nipples start to hurt, we need to back you off a little bit. But for those young studs out there that don't have any idea what we're talking about, uh, this is called testosterone replacement therapy. And it happens when you get, uh, I guess, once you hit 30, it starts to go downhill from there. Everybody's different. Like I've had, you know, they kind of linked it. Lots. Of, I've had lots of concussions. That's okay. why I'll be talking. Then I'll have these dramatic pauses because I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. Anyways, I have lots of concussions, so I had like no. I just never judged you for that. I just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So there's lots of reasons why you can have it. Just in general, we eat shit foods. We eat foods that are fucking actually robbing fucking testosterone from your mm-hmm. body, from what I've understood. And uh, concussions, like they did a test. My nuts produce the whatever, but it doesn't go to my brain. My pituitary gland's not telling it to release it. Huh. So I don't know. I didn't know that testosterone was linked with the pituitary also because the human growth hormone is is the pituitary. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's the pituitary mm. gland that tells your body, it releases the hormone yeah. into your body, yeah. and it's not doing that because I have had multiple concussions. Yeah, so as I understand it, when you hit 30, it starts to go down, but it, it's every year or every decade that passes, the average range of testosterone in a male continues to drop. So today it's something like 300 to 900, and when they tested me, I was down at 300. Now this has a lot to do with... Uh, Lean muscle mass, fat burning, uh, energy levels. There's all kinds of things that testosterone is related to, and uh, mm-hmm. most of it is good. Um, I guess the only big downfall. Now, of course, don't be taking this shit for medical advice, all right? We're just a bunch of assholes over here talking on a podcast. I wouldn't listen to us at all. Exactly. <laughs> but what I have learned is that if, you, <clears throat> if you're that low, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But once you start taking external testosterone, your body lowers its natural production. Hmm. So kind of like you're on it for the rest of your life. Yeah. Until you don't care about, you know, whatever. It is. Another thing they watch out for that I get tested for besides estrogen and a few other things is they worry about it thickening your blood. Yeah. And that's obviously not good. So what I do is I counteract that with some other shit that thins the blood a little bit. He takes paint thinner. Definitely not paint thinner. <laughs> don't do that. There is some other stuff, though, that helps with the uh, pump. And yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. It pumps it up. <laughs> How, why do we never get? Why do we get off topic so fast? Dude, well, you, you got to start it off a little light, maybe. It, it like I kind know. of you got to expose some weakness. Oh, there's definitely weakness. Yeah, but I, I, I would say this. So, if those, if anybody's listening and you had no idea anything about TRT, that's short for testosterone replacement therapy. If you're 40, like I am, uh, and you might be working out or whatever, just looking for a little more or feel a little healthier, little let's say a little more stout below the belt. It fucking works. Really does. I use a local company in Spokane that's not really like through the doctor. Mm-hmm. It's, he's a doctor, obviously, and prescribes it to me, but it's not, it doesn't go through insurance or anything like that. You just pay him. But works pretty good. <laughs> that's enough of that. I get mine to the VA, so it's nice and easy. Yeah. Um, first of all, we got to talk about all things rock stocks, and they're on the table, so it's real easy. Yes, if you're watching the YouTube, we have the rock stock that was carried around the SHOT Show with a new 6.5 Creed. What do they call the thicker barrel on the bad boy? Varmint? It's not the varmint. It's the, maybe it is varmint. 
It's a little bit heavier it's, contour. Almost a, looks like a number five. It's a CTR barrel. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. That looks about a number five, maybe a 700 muzzle, that maybe 750. A, mine is a number five, and they're okay. about the same. Yeah, they're about the same. And then Ryan has the limited edition green color, uh, his first stock, and it has a... So, the Satika has the green limited edition stock, like he said. It has a number five bench marl, straight fluted barrel. Uh, Tika in this, the first one that Jake nitrided. It's got the UM Tika rings, which if you don't have them, they're the best rings for the... T I don't say that half-heartedly. They're the best rings on the market for a Tika. We fucking can't make enough of them. Nope. Just telling them like hotcakes. It's got the the forum-tested Trijicon 10-mile, and, and I've also tested it because I knock that fucker over all the time. The, ri the rings are forum-tested, too. The whole thing's forum-tested. Yeah. Oh. But you can tell that if you look at that scope, it's been beat around a bit. Uh, it's the one I shot my luck with, so it's the only rifle on the table that has a killing streak. <laughs> it is the Mighty 6UM. Has the uh, Silencer Co. Scythe. It's a eight-ounce, six-and-a-half-inch can. Don't don't forget the Magnum Jimmy. I was gonna say, you know, people keep bitching about. It's funny this thing is built for the scythe. Has that little tiny break on the front. Uh, it's really fucking hard to tape up. Yeah. And people are talking about that on Rockslide. I was like, fuck, just buy a you know the mag. Was it the Magnum? Magnum. The Magnum. Magnum for her pleasure. <laughs> Jimmy, and it slides right over. Any I've, suppressor. I've actually I have another one. I was gonna bring it because I shot it with it on it. And it had no issues. Yeah. It doesn't look the same. And I and I hear Jake said if you shoot one off, he'll he'll replace it for free. <laughs> That's right. Just send it in with a good story. We'll get good, you a new one. You got you got to do your part. You got to send it in. Yeah. With the story to get a free one. <laughs> but this is the OG. Don't don't forget this because the other guys don't make the big one anyway. They don't have the big one. You know, that's talking about like knocking shit off. People got have got to quit knocking things off and claim you can knock it off, make it better. But call it like it is. It's not your idea. The funny part is, you know, this is a company that carries other people's products. Yep. They almost don't make anything with their name on it. Yeah. And all they had to do was carry the product. And it's not just a knockoff. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. But and it just rubs you wrong. It does. You know, I don't, it doesn't even matter what product you're talking about. It can be anything in any market, really. But I guess within, uh, and, and, we learn that every year as we go on and within our market, it's very difficult to be original and to come out with anything new that, that gives a benefit to hunters. And that's why every time we talk about a product like the Rockstock, we are literally trying to take an open look at something and do it different, you know? Yeah. Well, and somebody's going to say, well, the Rockstock's just a knockoff of the Gunworks. Well, you can take the Gunworks. And I talked to Aaron Davidson at the SHOT Show and everything's cool, cool. We did something. They didn't make it in Tika. They didn't make it this radical. And they there's features on here that they don't offer, period. Mm -hmm. It's above bore line, 12-degree negative comb. It has four different rails, you know, mm -hmm. soon to be down the road, five different rails you can fucking pick for it. It's not the same. It has parallel forend to a parallel toe. You know, shoot off a backpack, shoot off tripod, shoot off whatever you want. So mm. we took a product, and it's it's not different, but it's way different if you look at that at spec by spec. Mm. And we shortened the trigger, that inch and a half, it's one point seven inches. And we've already talked about all this, but I'm just throwing it out there. If you're going to make uh, a product, make it better, make it way different. And some people just knock shit straight off. <laughs> or some people, you know, I guess there's that. It's got to be ten percent different kind of thing. Some people will take an idea that is obviously a direct copy and, you know, put an extra ridge or something on it. And all of a sudden it's original. It's just not. 
It is not. But what we're actually talking about, and you can you can go and buy a rock stock right now. Anything you buy, any stock you buy will be 90 days out. You'll have it in probably far, far less time than that. But Jake has a very interesting story about the oh, shot shit. show and the rock stock. I didn't even, you haven't heard the story yet, at least not from maybe she told you. She told me. She didn't tell me your version, but she told me her version. So after SHOT Show, we were staying at one hotel. We moved hotels. We went to the New York, New York uh, on Friday once the SHOT Show was over, and we were there for, you know, till Sunday. We just had a little a little husband-wife time, basically. But I had been carrying around this rock stock on the side of a normal backpack uh, for the entire SHOT Show. So walking through the Venetian, walking through the Hilton Garden Inn, we were staying out at the South of Strip, and everything in between, I had the stock on the side of Four my pack. Days. Four fucking days I walked around SHOT Show with this fucking only it was funny too because only one time in the Venetian, not in the SHOT Show, but one time in the Venetian, a security guy, he said, That's just a stock, right? And I said, Yes, sir. And you could tell it because I had the forend pointed down into the pocket of the backpack. There was nothing protruding below, and you could see through the stock, so it's pretty obvious. So it was Saturday evening. We had gotten done with all our shit. We're leaving Sunday morning bright and early. So I bring the backpack in with the stock, and I walk through the New York, New York to my room. Well, you can probably tell what's going to happen from here, being that it's a story. Uh, we were in the room <laughs> for – let me give these guys some credit. So we were in the room for 20 to 30 minutes. We were just chilling, watching TV. I'm laying on the fucking bed. We're about to start packing up all of our shit up, you know. And it's this fucking – it, it, it's not a normal hotel door knocking. Not a nice knock. And and then Jessica looks at me and I look at her and she gets up and starts trying to like walk towards the door like real slow. Like she's going to creep up on something, you know. And again, like really quickly. And then all you heard was security. She opens the door and, and the guys are there immediately. We're looking for Jacob Machaney. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what did I did, do now? What the fuck did I do? I'm like, the f- I don't even know how to describe myself, but I, I don't get involved in nothing. Right, like I don't drink. We weren't out gambling. Like we did nothing. Uh, so Jessica tells me later that she already knew what happened, kind of how it was happened. But long story short, there are two legit full dressed out SWAT dudes, and apparently after it was all said and done, they were radioing the other SWAT dudes who were at the different ends of the fucking hotel here. Uh, somebody saw me walking in with a rifle, and went to the front desk, for which they found me on video, tracked me to the room, which took them that twenty to thirty minutes, and then. They had SWAT dude dialed in on the fucking floor. And so I get up and I start walking out. I go, yeah, I'm Jacob. And Jacob, do you have a rifle in this room? And I pointed and the backpack was off to the right, leaning up on the wall as I'm walking towards the door going out. I said, yeah, it's right here. And I went to go lean down. No, 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 no. Don't you touch it. <laughs> and I just immediately, dude, did this. <laughs> I did fucking Raise arms straight up in the air. And I walked right out the door straight at him. I'm like, I have nothing. I have nothing. Walking out. So I get out. And I put my arms down. They're looking at me, and they're like, you sure you have no weapons in the room? I said, look, dude. I said, you can see that stock right there, and you could see through it the way it was sitting. I was like, there's no barrel. There's no action. You can see directly through the stock. I said, I'm really sorry, guys. I've been carrying this around for SHOT Show for four days. I'm sorry you had to come out. Like I'm explaining to them. And they still went and did their checks. But, man, it was it was very serious for a short amount of time. I fucking bet. And, you know, and, I, and when I say it wasn't a fuck, this wasn't Paul Blart. Paul Blart was not at the door. <laughs> the mall cop didn't show up. These motherfuckers were completely geared from head to toe. With weapons. With Oh, yeah. The one dude never took his hand off his weapon the entire time. Mm. Uh, but their weapons here, weapons here, 
And then and then and they're yeah, and they're talking to the other guys gotcha. at the opposite ends of the hallways. So it's fucking intense, man. I guess they got real serious after that. It was the MGM shooting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, we were further down, you know, mm-hmm. the New York, New York is further down towards the, the MGM. Well, to add to yours <laughs> is I got this green one on Thursday. Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing. I put it in my backpack, walked around, and I, I you know, I'm being kind of a smart ass. I like look at all the security, and every one of them looked at me. Yep. I went to eat, and I like set it up in the backpack in the booth. <laughs> And everybody's fucking looking at it. And only one person like really looked, the security guy really looked at it. Yeah. And kept going. But it also doesn't take a rocket science to look at that pretty quickly. I get it. You got to do your job yeah. and see that's not a complete rifle. And I, I guarantee they could have saw it on the fucking, the, the video, right? If oh, they dude, watched me get all the way to the yes. room to figure out who I was, they saw there was no barrel. But yeah. again, like you said, there's been a lot of events and shit. That, and yeah. I was I was genuinely apologetic. I'm like, guys, if, if I, because I didn't have, the suitcases were in the room. Mm-hmm. All I had was the backpack. I was like, guys, if, if I would have thought through that, I probably would have done it differently. Yeah, and they saw you in the video. I mean, they could have, and I get it. They got to do their, you know, they don't want a shooting to happen. And, and I'm sure they already looked yeah. up like my record. And of course, they know shot shows going on. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. But like, but like you just said, like you would have deserved it because you were like fucking with people as you're walking through. Like you're fucking with security guy. Like I was just, I'm just white bread. <laughs> I'm like butterless white bread. Like just fucking. I, I wasn't fucking with him per se. As I would just watch. Yeah. You know, I like the story of the pot, but yeah. I don't want to get shot either. So oh, I'm not boy. dumb about it. Yeah. But. That was a smart move. Put your hands up because you never know. As soon as he goes, he's like, I go to reach down. I was like, guys, it's just a stock. No, 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 no. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me. I called in. Me and Tanya were uh, hunting and this whole fucking shooting escapade went in. We called it in. Uh-huh. And the fucking three fishing game guy showed up. And I'm and we shot a cow elk and I'm fucking skinning it out. And I keep. You don't realize. And I'm just. I keep. They're talking to me about three feet away. And I keep on pulling up and I keep talking with the knife pointed at them. <laughs> and they're like, sir, can you put that knife down? <laughs> <laughs> Same kind of fucking. It's because we're just white bread. Yeah, like you know, you don't. Yeah, I don't live in a criminal world. Yeah, when you're not in a criminal world, these type of things don't. Now, like I said, if I would have thought it through, I wouldn't have. I would never have done that intentionally. Mm-hmm. But I had been carrying it around for four days. It was like it was normal, right where it was. I never moved it on the pack. I always made sure the Rockstock logo faced out in case somebody was looking. You know, I'm a nerd. And yeah, uh, yeah I. I it's ner- it makes you nervous. Hmm. That's a good story. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was one of those. Uh, so we went and spent four days at the shot show, <clears throat> and uh, you know, overall impression. I'll let you get into yours, and I'll get into mine. We can go back and forth on what we liked, what we saw, what we didn't. Uh, kind of vanilla, in my opinion, vanilla shot show. I can't say anything because that's only the second one I've been to. Mm-hmm. The last one was two years ago, so I'm not a seasoned vet. Yeah, I would say that uh, any time that you say you're going to SHOT Show or you've been to SHOT Show, there's a lot of allure around it because it's an industry-only event, and yep. you have to be – I know there's different ways to get in and things yep. like that, but in general, the majority of the public has no access. They're watching videos and things, or people are announcing all their new products, but it's a big fucking place. Um, and it's getting bigger. And, yeah, getting bigger. They're trying to add floors. Now there's this big archery floor, I guess, that wasn't doing so well, somebody was telling mm-hmm. me, but – it's a huge event, and and if you've been to one, I would say you've been to them all. It's, it's really about if there's some products that you're specifically looking to see before anybody else does. Like I got to go see so one of the product. One of the product highlights for me was the Short Action Customs New Press. Now, coming from a business that obviously loads a lot of ammunition and sells a lot of reloading equipment, mm-hmm. um, we definitely like to keep ourselves on the higher end of stuff, so I wanted to go check it out in person, and 
needless to say, these guys fucking knocked it out of the park. It is a beautiful piece of machinery. How does it compare to the Zero Press? Oh, I would say the Zero Press is a is a a big press. It's very precise. It's zero for a reason. We've been using these for the last since they come out. All we've used is Zero Presses. Never had a failure. They're all perfect. It's a lot of press though, right? Like they designed this new short action customs and ah, Luke, could you do me a big favor, sir, and find the name of the short action customs, the new press? Just go to their website, pull it up. This is not a commercial press, kind of like the Zero Press is com mm -hmm. commercial grade almost when you look at it. No, this is fucking commercial grade. This is one of those lifetime purchases, I think. You know the price? But they definitely, yeah, it's, it's like seven fifty ish. What's the Zero Press? Twelve seventy five, I believe, or thirteen twenty five. Twelve seventy five, I think, is the newest price. Um, yeah, they should have it on their website, I imagine. What's the, is it have a, a oh Nexus Nexus Press? It's called the Nexus. Cool. It's all blacked out, and I so I come up, I went up to uh, this is the first time I've met these guys. The first time there's their first time at the show, and they specifically came to educate people about the press pretty much all they had displayed was presses they make several other reloading tools um was that not it dude yeah it was that's all no just find that find the details on the nexus yeah it'll be on their website oh there's a there, there you go oh, there was a there you go that's a picture of it right there so this one brings the die down to the brass as opposed to bringing the brass up to the die. Ah. This is a feature in a number of other presses. What they've done is they've supplied a shell holder. Watch the action on that, dude. It's fucking, it's beautiful. Fucking flawless. Is that mark there describing it? Yeah. Not, now, I probably don't remember all the details, but I'll tell you that they have some bump stops for cam over and non-cam over. They have... Design this in a way that it will work with any die and any die lock, really. Slides in up at the top up there. And they supply you with all the shell holders that it needs to come with. And they've done something different with the shell holders. This is all about headspace and shoulder bump. When you're trying to get proper bump on a piece of fired brass, you can have a lot of difficulty. So that's that would be one of the... I guess you would call it... I don't want to call it a pit, a downfall or whatever, but a, the zero press in order to get proper bump... You need Area 419's shell holder kit. Yeah. Which is like an additional $300. Yeah. So now you're in $1,275 plus $300 if you want to bump brass on their press. This guy, I think, is what's the go back to the site, dude, and find the price point. So there you go, $775. So $775 is basically half, and it's coming with all the shell holders that you need. Mm -hmm. Beautiful piece of equipment, takes up less bench room. Lots of leverage, uh, very easy to pull that handle. Like the way they designed the handle and the, and the action is, uh, it's awesome. It's a fucking, let's just say I ordered 20 right there at the show. I'm not the, I mean, I reloaded a long time. I'm not the nerd you are. So mm. to, to hear your excitement, it sounds <clears throat> exciting. It's really filling. And so when 419 came out with their press, the best press, we were using Reading T7 turret presses, which are like a $375 price point. Then you went to fucking twelve seventy five, right? So there's this nine hundred dollar gap. Am I even doing that math right? Nine hundred dollar gap, where somebody comes to you and they're like, "Hey, like, what am I getting for nine hundred dollars?" And like I said, it is a a zero press is a beautiful piece of equipment. 
it literally has zero play and it's done us fantastic for for the last four years of business. Hmm. We're not going to switch. I would say that I'm not going to get rid of zero presses just because this press came out. No. But I would say that we will be using this press now for all of our reloading purposes because of how easy it, it will be to get bump with yeah. any die yeah. in any situation. Basically, if I can explain it best, there's excess room for as much bump as you could possibly want with the shell holder and any die the way it is. So they've they've dropped the height on the shell holders themselves to give you extra room for mm-hmm. bump. So literally it'll work with any dot. Like I said, beautiful fucking piece. So I'm I'm fucking ranting. Obviously I like it. No, fuck. I yeah. actually told so I met with the Brownells buyer who wants to start carrying some of our products, you know. And uh, I told him, I said, dude, I said, I don't know if you got to see it. And they already carry short action custom stuff. Yeah. I said, if you haven't got to go see that new short action custom, you better go look. Cause it's fucking badass. That is badass. And like I said, the price point hits in a nice spot for people where you don't have to say, Well, what do I get for nine hundred bucks? It's what do you get for four hundred bucks? Let's say over the over the the lesser press. It's not a turret press. That's another thing. Big difference between the zero and is this it, guy. Does it attach where you can slide in? Like it's is it a foster? That yep, you slide just it in? like that. So you yeah. put the lock on your die and you slide it in, slide and, it in out. and out. You can have That's them all set fucking, up already. It's quick. Yes. Yeah, I like that. So, all in all, I would say for reloading purposes, this press is better. Reloading meaning shoulder bump, things like that. Ease of use. Area four one nine is kind of a like an Apple type of system where you, you got their shell holder kit, their press. They even have their own line of dies all now that kind of help with the idea of bump, right? So that's what they were kind of explaining to me. They've developed a whole system mm-hmm. that works together, and it works together fantastic. Definitely the highest end of, of you know, yeah, tooling you could get. It's pretty sweet. But you'd have to get all their stuff. This one's going to work with, this is like the PC version. Yeah, it's like it's not. Uh, you look at the zero press, it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. But this just gives people more options at a cheaper price. Yep. I would say you probably don't need a, I'm sure that, uh, what's the name of the, the guy that makes the stands for the presses. Fuck. He's in Oregon. I know you're talking about. God ah, damn it. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the uh, the guy that makes all the 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 platforms for all the different presses. Well, inline precision. Yeah. In inline fabrication. That's what it is. Inline fabrication. I don't know. I'm sure he'll make a, a mount for this guy to raise it up a little bit, but it didn't seem to me like where it was on their higher bench, it didn't need to be raised too much, but I like how it's, you know, you're used to the old rock chucker, how it has the dual-sided and probably easier to press down, probably easier to the whole movement. Oh, yeah, like the rollers they got up on the handle and all that, and the width of it, it just, mm-hmm. it moved it's nice. Smooth. Yes. Pretty sweet. Yeah. Anyways, so that was... Well, that's cool. That's, like I said, I can tell you're excited about it, so that you don't get that excited That was a plus. That. Like, that wasn't something that, that you see and you're like, eh, it was like, whatever. Right. That was like a fuck, man. You guys, I shook the dude that... So he also said, he's like, I know you're ordering 20 of them. You know, he said, we could put unknown munitions right here instead of instead of Nexus. I said, dude, you fucking earned that shit. I said, just like all our other stuff, I prefer to, we don't put unknown munitions on the side of the bad actions. Yeah. And we don't head stamp brass per se, except for we do have some new brass coming, so we'll talk about that. But yeah, we it's do. a cartridge, it's not head stamping. And, yeah. and that's still going to have the ADG head stamp. We're not trying yeah. to make it fucking like we made it, right? But he said, you know, and, and it was... It was kind of a cool moment because I'm like, look, dude, you guys put a lot of time, effort, and energy into this product, and I think that you guys, you should have your fucking name on it. That's I the agree. way I feel about everything else that we're doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I would say outside the brass, we'll get to that, but 
one of the cool things was meeting Jessica and Don at Stockings. Oh, yeah. Because we did, you know, you're talking to somebody, we basically last three months have talked to her at least once a day, if not every other day, about this stock and to go over there. And, and you know, we had Stockies products, but to go over and to see the whole spill at the SHOT Show and to see actually, you know, because everybody, we, we talked about this in the podcast we did with them, but everybody associates price with quality. And you know it doesn't. You don't get that with stockies. It's you get it at a low price, and it is fucking quality. You know, we're not going to go down this road. We can we can compare it to any stock. You have pretty much every stock manufacturer here, mm-hmm. quality stock manufacturer, and you can put those stocks against any oh, yeah. of them. Oh, yeah. And then doing the rock stock and getting it and getting to see feel the green because we thought the green was way more green, and it's it's just cool to actually put names to faces and to see the quality products that they are putting out mm. and their passion for it in yes. person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's a side story to all that, but they're very serious about putting out fucking quality stocks. Yes. Yeah. But definitely, yeah. Stockies was awesome. Jessica and Don. Yep. Um, my, I mean, I got to say, that was cool and I, that was awesome with Stockies. But the most exciting thing to me was actually from you is you had a meeting with ADG and uh, they, did, they said they would, I, I won't, I don't want to say the wrong things. What did they say to you? Uh, ADG is going to head stamp six UM brass for us. Um, there may be, there are going to be some limitations. And of course, six UM is a six Psalm improved case. Mm-hmm. There may be some limitations to the 40 degree shoulder and the necking down from the six, five to the six. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen yet. In fact, we're going to podcast with them in a week or two mm-hmm. or a few weeks and see what they can do. Yeah, there's certain things we don't know that we don't have the nuts and bolts. We'll have the podcast. They'll have more. We have to get more information from them. They have to test some things. Um, we'll, our, it, our hope is yeah. that it comes six neck without the improved shoulder head stamped, ready to form. That would be the ideal situation. Yeah, because then you just load it into your chambering and go. Yeah. You, fire, you can fire it, form it to your chamber. There's no necking down. Yeah, there's no work done before you do the initial nope. firing, which is what you're trying to avoid. Yep. You get it, you fire form the shoulder and go from there, which is cutting out three, two, two steps. <clears throat> and for those of you trying to carry them, I know when you're when you're flying international or hunting international, basically the, the chambering has to match the, the ammo that you're bringing in. Mm-hmm. And obviously that helps with that. Yeah, it does. It's cool, and it's and you're they're thinking like a June time frame. Yeah, so May June is the next run of six five psalm. Mm-hmm. So I can tell you that a hundred percent, we've already purchased a day of production, which is eighteen thousand pieces, with a six um head stamp. But it may or may not yet be necked down to six millimeter. Yep. Either way, we're going to take that brass. Uh, I think we'll actually get it up on the website pretty soon. For pre-orders, with you guys understanding that it may, may still be just 6.5 Psalm Brass with a head stamp on it, but at least when you're done, it'll be head stamped correctly. Yep. And the end goal is to get six. They just don't know. Yeah, the six and, would be ideal. And there may be a way, and I may be speaking out of turn here, but they if they couldn't do six, that they could do a 40-degree shoulder? It would have to be seven millimeter in the neck to get the 40-degree shoulder. And that gets back to like the fucking Sherman Short, where it's why it's 7.284? Yes. Yeah, all Sherman's cartridges, which are relatively similar. Yeah, uh, you can't do a forty degree shoulder with any neck size less diameter than seven mil. I'd take the six millimeter if I could get it with a six um head stamp. That's perfect because, like I said, there's no initial work prior to forming. You just put some some shit powder in there with a shit bullet. Go form your brass real quick, and you're ready to go. 
So anyways, you'll either see it in that 6UM thread on Rockslide or <clears throat> from the podcast on where it's going, when it's coming, and how to get it. Yeah, and basically the idea is we have uh, we have wooden producing dies, and now they have the reamers to produce those so we can get them at cost and, and get the price down for you guys. But we will have reamers, dies, and brass, all matchy-matchy with plenty of data behind it beforehand so you guys can... Uh, have yeah. kind of a one-stop shop. And if so you don't slip through the cracks, if you want on the list for the brass, email us at podcast at shoothunt.com or get a hold of me on that thread of the 6UM on Rockside. Yeah, I think we'll do the pre-order thing pretty soon. Yeah, and it'll go quickly because obviously we're going to keep some and we won't have a lot to play with. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, yeah, that was good news. It, that was that was for you, baby. That, that was... Yeah, I got to give it to Jake. He, he could have done a lot of things with that day and... 6 is going to be mainstream, baby. It's going to be fucking, it's going to be, you know, pretty soon it'll be Sammy in it and all things, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but it'll be mainstream as your head stamp. You can buy it at a Tika rifle. Buy it at a Tika <laughs> rifle. You could order it. Hey, you could call in tomorrow and order it from Jake. That being said, we did hear, so Tika is going to be doing seven PRC rifles, factory Tika. Yeah, I asked him and he said, somebody else said a different date, but the, I talked to two different guys and they both told me May, June. Mm, interesting. So what they tell you? Well, it may have something to do with a, uh, not Sammy, but the CIP approval. Uh, of course, somebody else told me that the moment that Sammy approves something, now it goes straight CIP, but I, I, don't, know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so they, and somebody else told me it wouldn't be until fall, so I don't know where the where the lie lies. The other thing I saw is this Trigger Tech is dropping their, I know you don't like Trigger Tech, but Trigger Tech is dropping their. It's like they're making a Tika trigger. Yes. It was there at the show. I got a video pulling the trigger and, yeah. I, I have a. My whole thing with it, I guess it'd be the easy adjustment because if you put this, your trigger spring in it, mm-hmm. you can go basically from three pounds to 1.5 pounds mm-hmm. for what's that trigger spring cost? $6.95. Yeah. So it's like, there's fucking, it's hard to upgrade a Tika trigger. And don't get me wrong, I don't think trigger checks are bad. If I, I would use it outside the Geisling Super 700, I would use the trigger checks. The problem is. Even with a direct Tika account, you cannot purchase Tika triggers, stock Tika triggers. So if you run into a situation where you lose your trigger, whatever the situation might arise, you're only going to get a stock Tika trigger if you buy a Tika rifle. I, you know, I always hear, God damn it, I lost my Tika trigger. You know, I, I, I understand. <laughs> I definitely understand. But, you know, similar to the bolt, <laughs> like you can't get an aftermarket bolt from Tika. Not, it's not aftermarket, but you can't buy an additional bolt from Tika. They're just selling you that rifle and it is what it is. Someday, Jake, someday in the not so distant future, mm. somebody's going to make a REM 700 with a Tika trigger. Possibly. Some Somebody. Well, we won't even call it a 700. It's going to be a Tika action with a 700 inlet. You just call it that. Wouldn't that be amazing? All right. I will say I, I went by Lab Radars coming out with their Garmin replacement. Here's the thing. Somebody had to fucking drop some info at some point for it to look as similar as it does. Even the fucking tripod. I mean, how? You think Garmin would have been pretty tight on that? Here's the thing. I hope Lab goes out of business. <laughs> I fucking have dealt with them twice. <laughs> customer service. They can fuck off because I do not like shitty customer service. Yeah. And they own the market. And I t- freaking told the they guy. They don't own it anymore. One day you're going to have competition and you're going to have to fucking eat some crow and god dang it that day is here and I'm so glad. Yeah. And it, it, it's a fucking it's 
carbon copy. I mean, it looks. It is like the, the one thing that caught my eye is that he still has that fucking aiming circle on top of the lab radar version that Garmin doesn't have or doesn't care about. Really, of course, you're trying to point the Garmin in the general direction, but the damn new lab radar still has that fucking sight circle. Yeah, and yeah, yes, and lab radar. They had a great thing. They just didn't have to be rude. Mm. They're rude. Now that now, now hopefully they don't work at fucking go. Walmart greeters. Don't ever, don't ever give Ryan a fucking side eye. He'll no, never. it's not that. It's just two times as much. One time we worked, it was fine. The next time, the next two times, it wasn't. Oh, I, I, I ended up, I ended up kicking the fucking. You saw. I've heard this. So, story. and I'll give you the truth. Jake had one that worked. It wasn't what I was doing. We could get Jake's to work fabulously. Mm-hmm. The one I had was a pile of And shit. mine was that beat up motherfucker that I had put like 10,000 rounds beside Dude, and never cleaned it. had gunpowder fucking residue <laughs> all over it. It looked like it was just fucking bathed in fucking yeah. carbon. Every shot. I mean, rarely did it miss. The one I had was a piece of shit. Yeah. Since using the, the new Garmin Zero, it's just not picky. No. It fucking uh, arrow, a subsonic round, a pistol, a rifle, it doesn't fucking matter what you're doing with it. If it's in the general location mm-hmm. next to the fucking bullet leaving or arrow, yep. it's doing its job. You know, the guy that we know that shoots the most rounds probably is Nick, you know, a day in and day out right now. And he said, dude, I think I've, he said, I've probably shot, you know, five, six, this was a month after he had it, five, 600 rounds over it. He said, it's missed once, once. Yeah. And he said, it's not picky. It can be in front, side. He said, it's just not picky. Do you out. remember what the price point was on the new lab radar? They're the same price, $599. Really? I think they're five, either 599 or $699. <clears throat> Look up the lab radar, uh, this new one, Luke. But I think it's 599 What'd he call the new one? Uh, bad customer service. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, They don't even have it on their market. They even have it. Oh, my goodness. They don't even have a single thing on the website. Look up Lab Radar's new, new radar, whatever new product. Um, huh? Gun wise, I saw. It's funny as Christians at Arms. They came out with two rifles. One was kind of piqued my interest. The other one literally looks like a cross. If, if Savage and Tika had a baby, uh huh. It's called the Evoke. Yeah, Evoke. Okay. Price points pretty good. It's like seven hundred ninety-five dollars. But it's it literally looks the bolt looks like a savage it looks like it has a little savage nut on the barrel, and that has like the top bridge of a Tika. Good price point. And then they came out with another one called the Modern Carbon Rifle. I think it's called. What was the last one? The Modern Hunting Rifle. Yep. Modern Hunting Rifle. Lucas. Yeah. Five ninety nine. Did you find that on their website, or are you just on a weird one? He's on yeah. buy, buy my lab radar. Oh, there you go. That's I don't think there. I will. I don't think I will. Oh, man. See, it's got that little fucking sight thing on the top. The Garmin don't have that. Yeah, that's cool. But, but if you look at the fucking tripod, the tripods are identical. It's a it's a dollar, you know, a dollar short and a day late, man. No. It's buy the Garmin, people. Just buy the Garmin. Huh. Uh, Let's mod- just say we're not going to make a special rail for that one. No. And did you see, I don't remember who did it. They made a cool little closure, like for the, somebody <laughs> posted, I don't remember who. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Pinch just showed a little video of it. Maybe that's where I saw and it. And it's, uh, yeah, he posted. Take a look. Hey, Luke, take a look at John Pinch's Instagram. And I can't, I can never remember the name of their company, but they make a lot of stuff for the competition world. Sweet looking. Uh, they're like in the middle of the country. I don't know. He'll figure it out. The, 
Oh, maybe it was a story. Fucking John gave us a story. Yeah, it was a story. Um, look up uh, Garmin X. What is that thing called? The Garmin uh, Zero. Zero. X E R O. And it's like C cover. Cover. Yeah, it's called yeah, Garmin Zero cover. So that Christensen one was the modern carbon rifles or other one. Yeah, it's cool looking. I mean, it's cool looking stock. Yeah, great. There you go. Gray Ops. That's the name of the company. Yeah, Perfect. It's cool. Yeah, Gray Ops uh, CNC, I think, is the Dude, whole name of the business. $29.99. They're just giving They 3D away. printed a cover that covers up the front of the screen there, and it's pretty awesome. It is pretty cool. All you need to go with that is the perfect arc rail that we built for it that locks in. Then you're all set. Yeah, that arc rail is cool. Yeah. You should probably get those sell them as a package deal. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, you, you need one more package deal in your life. <laughs> Uh, another cool thing I saw was Browning came out with their X-Bolt 2, and it had preferred carbon barrel on it, which is pretty interesting. Not a cheap price point. You know, that's a funny thing is preferred barrels in general, at least in the, I mean, we're kind of in the world, right? I don't yep. hear a lot about preferred barrels at all, whether it be good or bad. I hear basically nothing about them. You know, I heard a lot when they first started doing prefits. Um, I heard a lot more about them. I have not heard a lot about them, at least on Rockside, which I, I got to say, I'm kind of getting all my information from there. But I have not heard tons of I wonder of why, though. That's the real. Like, you hear everything about all the other barrel brands. I guess some of them are in the background, like Krieger and Hart. You know, the ones that have been around for a long time, you really don't hear much about because they just do what they do. But Preferred is relatively new to maybe have that reputation. Yeah, they, you know, they make that... Uh, Put nickel and shit in there, make the barrels look a little bit different. Yeah, they got different colors. The polyester strands within the carbon fiber weave. Okay, so I don't know if you know this, but I'll, I'll do a. Did you know, Jake? Mm -hmm. Did you know? Let's see. The X Bolt Two Pro, that barrel we just talked about, has a McMillan. Looks like a long range hunter stock. Guess how much that baby is carbon with the carbon barrel, obviously. Carbon barrel and a McMillan. So if we call this out, uh, most carbon barrels today are somewhere around eight hundred and fifty dollars. Uh, that stock is somewhere around seven hundred and fifty dollars. So we're looking at night. We're sixteen hundred without an action. Let's call it two. It's got to be twenty four ninety five. Four K. Fuck. It's got gold in the trigger. How much? <laughs> How much? 4K. Let's just fucking price this. Let's just do a comparison. Okay. Your Tika with a carbon barrel, what would that cost? Build anything you want off your Tika. Lightened. The whole fucking shooting match, what would that go out the door with a rock stock? Oh, it's under four. Far under four. It's right now, if you want a rock stock with a straight steel barrel, it's $27.95. That gets you a paint job with it. So if you wanted to upgrade to a carbon barrel, you'd be plus 400, plus five, plus 400. Yeah, 400. So what are we at now? 28, so 32. And then if you wanted, what else? So you went to Rockstock. Oh, you wanted to do the lightning and everything. So 32. So with the lightning and the and the nitride, all that good shit with the spiral fluted bolt, uh, you'd be at 35. And that's already in the Rockstock. Trying to see if this fucking scope comes with it, but I don't think so. Huh. Nope, doesn't. What is this rifle again you're talking about? This is, I looked at it, it's a cool looking rifle. I mean, it's uh, <coughs> it's the X-Bolt 2 Pro oh, McMillan. Oh yeah, th throw that up on the screen, would you, Luke? X-Bolt, it's Brownie a Browning X-Bolt 2. 2 Pro McMillan carbon fiber suppressor ready rifle. It doesn't, okay, so it's got muzzle thread. That's all great. Uh, and, it has and a break. You, you didn't, it has a break on it? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
has their uh, hog break. I think it's called. There are a lot of loyal Browning customers. Yeah, that name is that that symbol. They like will Nike. sell the shit out of that rifle, regardless of there was a Tika build that was in the long run better. You know, yeah, that is the uh, that is the long range. It still has the middle finger hump on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a long range or not, dude. I lost track a long time ago. No, the long range that doesn't have the Monte Carlo drop right there. So that's just the pro. That's a, It could be the Game Warden 2.0. Hey, slow down there, Skippy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucker is four k three thirty nine ninety five. Or well, they're calling it the. There you go. So they have multiple stock options. Well, that's no, because a, that's, that's not the range. two. Isn't that's that the, the long range? That's the old one. Well, you'll notice the price difference down there. They were three. So now they put a carbon barrel on it, and it's four. Yeah, it's that preferred barrel. Yeah. Very interesting. Listen to us talking a bunch of shit. I'm not talking shit. You're, you're, so now, here's the deal. Browning does make it from all, I've never shot the Browning X-Bolt or the X-Bolt 2. I've had some older Brownings that were fine. But now you're in to the custom game. So now. That's At 4K, you got a lot to compete with. Yeah, you're into the custom. A lot. Because look at their other ones, like the X-Bolt is, what, quit scrolling, it's 1500, 1520. I'm trying to read this price. The the Hell's Canyon is 16, yeah. 1680. Yeah. And yeah, they did a big jump there with that carbon. Look at, go up one more. Go down, Luke. Go down, back down a little more. Back to another McMillan right there. So that McMillan, fuck, that jumps it to 2600, basically. Yeah. Hey, go back to the original, the new, the new rifle there, the number two. We kind of sound like uh, this might be a little. Do- We're sitting here as a custom rifle builder talking shit about the new. No, I would say that's that not out. true. They're well, not yeah, because true. they're at four thousand. Now bucks. they made it, they made it into the and they better shoot lights out and what and I hear they do. Yeah. So it's not really knocking. Yeah. We're, we're here to fucking inform the consumer. So if that is the only stock you can get, that was not a good stock choice. No. SPR carbon fiber. Oh yeah, that's a shorty barrel. Yeah. Bl- blow it up there. Can you blow up the? Uh, give it a. There you go. Oh, there we go. It's got a break on the front with no angles on the ports of any kind. It's a hog break. It's got look, well, it looks like a four-inch long pick rail, mm-hmm. some type of flush magazine setup, fluting yeah. on the bolt, fluting on the handle, and then they didn't even do anything with the ends of the carbon barrel to make it match. Yeah, I'm going to try to... 4,000 is a... I'm going to try to get one to review it. <clears throat> okay. See how it shoots, because I hear they shoot well. Um Outside of that, people kept asking me about the field craft. You're familiar with the field craft? No. It's a little lightweight, you know, mini action. The okay. field craft, Barrett made it forever and then it went away. And they told me that if people want, because it got bought out by an Australian company, Barrett did. If they want the field craft back, you need to send them emails. Mm. They actually had a QR code right there that you, you actually could scan and then put in what you want. Oh, really? So he's like, email us. He said, just simple to find go to the barrett website they want to hear feedback they said they're more than willing to bring willing to bring back the field craft if the audience is there and the hmm. audience is there what is uh, i don't know anything about the field craft luke look up the barrett field craft it's just a super super lightweight rifle oh, okay well there i mean yeah it's like uh what the tim kimber montana should be okay I don't remember what it weighed, but it's really little. Ultralight custom off-the-shelf hunting rifle. Yeah, and now they're like 
ridiculous price because they don't make them, so people are you know jacking so they the had price up. QC issues in 2015, so they pulled it. Yeah, people love them. Uh, so it has one. Okay. Yeah, I shot it. There is a rifle out there for everybody. There literally is, and people really like that rifle, and it went away, mm. and people want it back. Huh, so you had people reach out to you just to, to look into that? Yeah, uh, Rockside, on the Rockside thread okay. I put up, and uh, I did a terrible job of keeping it updated, like mm. always. You know, the problem with me this is, is your update. I see something shiny. Yeah. Well, you don't <laughs> got to tell me shit. Yeah, and then I'm like fucking three days into just looking at the shit that I want to look at. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't bode well. What's next? You're, it's your turn. Oh, shit, my turn. Uh, we had visited the IOSO booth at SHOT Show, and we will be a, a vendor. We will carry their products now. It's a, not that we support a lot of rifle cleaning, but every once in a while it does have to be done, and we use all IOSO products for that purpose. So we'll carry those in the retail store and online from now on. It's not that you can't get them anywhere. We just, we'd like to carry the products that we support. Yep. And uh, you'll be able to get those in the store now. IOSO is I-O-S-S-O. That's the only stuff that I've ever found that I don't know the actual name of the 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 uh, product, but to get a carbon ring out, whatever that stuff they have in the paste, yep. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's good shit. Yep, they have that, and uh, so they kind of have like a down to bare metal setup, and then they have kind of a standard cleaning setup also. So we'll be carrying all their different options. They got a ton of nylon brushes that are nice. Uh, yeah, he's got everything up there right now. Yeah, more cleaner oil, all that good stuff. That's a nice, clean, mobile, ready, red website. <laughs> yeah. See how thin and narrow yeah. it is? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was good for us? The, the I went to a breakfast. Uh, like I didn't have a booth, but they had a little breakfast invite thing, and I went and looked at their new – they have GeoVid Pro AB – I think I looked it up here. AB Plus Rangefinder coming out. <clears throat> it's um, – what I went there to directly compare it to is my favorite pair of Rangefinder binoculars is the Swaro Range TAs. And the thing about the older version of the Leicas is you click, you get your range, but then you have to wait a few seconds to get your dial-up. I didn't just order the wrong ones. Huh? They were EL range. EL range TAs. They don't, they don't make the other ones. You can only order one kind now. Oh, okay. So uh, I went and checked oh, it. tracking assistant. Tracking assistant, gotcha. which I've never used. Yeah. But it's some sure people do, but I have not used it. Mm -hmm. I went to check it out. They're nice freaking and, and take this with a grain of salt. I literally had them in a conference room in a hotel in a casino. Well that was that was Buzz. He was grunting. <laughs> um it seems like I say this again, I didn't get them out to be able to lay long ways, but it seemed like the same time frame for that little delay. And it may not matter to you. It probably shouldn't matter to me, but you know, the the worst are the Furies the AB Furies from Vortex, you could shoot your laser. It'll give you a range. You could go to your fridge, make a fucking sandwich, come back, and then it'll give you the range. To give where, you the dial. Yeah, sorry. We're talking the, about the ballistic calculation yeah, part of the The laser pretty much gives you the range instantly, mm -hmm. whatever the range is. Then you're waiting for your dial up, you know, with the, you know on there. So if a guy wanted to like is just because he may like, like a glass already and he's just using it with the range finding function, oh, it's, they're it's good. Fine. It's just as fast as any other rangefinder. Yep. It has that little delay in getting your solution. Yeah. And, and the swirls don't have that. No, not the range TAs. The old range, they were dumb. They didn't have any range. Mm. But these, the range finding um, swirls are boom. You get the range, you get your dial up, get your solution. These have a little bit of delay. 
enough to matter. Like I said, I didn't get them out to test them. I'll we'll see them again at the expo. We can shoot a little farther. Yeah. Um, but there. but the swirl the swirl is not the A B solver. No, it's their own proprietary solver. Mm-hmm. But you know, we, I've ran it out to twenty two hundred meters, and it it doesn't. There's no problem with my Kestrel. It has AB. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I've been with usually within a tenth of a mil. Mm-hmm. I can't shoot that that far. Yeah. I couldn't shoot that far at 800 yards. Mm-hmm. So okay. it, it's fine. The laser in the Leica, I don't know this because, again, it was inside, but fuck, I'm sure it's stronger than the Swaro. The biggest weakness is the Swaro is the laser's not as strong as pretty much anybody's out there. It's not as strong as the Leica, the Zeiss, the 10K SIGs, or the Revix, but... I am a, I like the warm yellow, mellow, mm. yellow, swirl. I mean, but glass. within within hunting distances, it's, it's effective. I've never, outside of foggy, it's always shooting to 1,600 yards, which oh. is, I've never had it limit me. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I like the glass. I don't like the little pregnant humps on the bottom, but you got to take one. For, it's always trade-offs. Being that we're talking about glass, uh, what did you think of the new Night Force uh, rifle scope spotter. I went and looked at it, and I'm sure lights because I'm expecting. Man, they could have done so much with the binocular, with mm. a, making a cool rifle scope, you know. And that's what they came out with. I'm sure there's a military mm-hmm. trade off there. I'm sure they got some military contracts to make that or do something with it because mm-hmm. it's definitely different. It's basically a rifle scope size spotting scope. Yeah, and I do like where they put the, you know, because they could have put the fucking reticle dead center, but it's in the bottom third. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool. Yeah. And maybe you can move it. I didn't spend a lot of time. There's tons of people in their booth, but it, um, there you go. The, what the CFS. Yep. It didn't, uh, it's light. It's quick. It's this 56 mil. I thought they had a 56 bill. No, this one says six to 36 by 50. Yeah. I swear I said 56 bill. Obviously with their big picture there, they got a, you know, an army dude with some night vision thermal shit going on. Mm hmm. It's, uh, I see it's probably got a big, huge military. Yeah. There's got to be something going on there. Yeah. I just, I could be wrong, but I don't see a lot of civilians buying that in hordes. I mean, the only thing that I recognized was the fact that it had a reticle in it. And within the spotting scope world of hunting, there are very few options with a built-in reticle. Yeah. Like, I know Form was excited about it. Yeah. So, for me. I wonder what he thought after he looked through it. I don't know. I'd have to ask him. For me, it's a non-starter. It's just not something I'd buy. So for the rig that we're going to make for the Night Force ELR Challenge, so we look like we know what we're doing this year, you would not put that we one on We may there. shoot like shit, but we'll be fucking looking like pros. Oh, we're going to look We're gonna look good. No, I would take the – I want the most mag I can get. So. You know what Jessica said to me? She's like, are you guys going to repaint those rainbow rifles? No. The like, fuck no. They're fucking – they're famous. I feel assaulted. I know. Like, you know how much work that is? Tear that bitch back down. It's already shooting good. Dude, why would we do anything You're going to tear that all the way down and make... I know. You're looking at first place rifles. That's right. Those are going to have historical value. I like almost feel like getting her in here to fucking defend oh, her statements. Oh, shit. I know it. Anyways, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm going to get the big STR, you know, the, the big Swaro with that, and then have a good range finding binocular mm. and a little weather vane just so you look official. That's right. But that's what the guys have. So they've had this this big type of uh, really right stuff or two vets that have this giant legged tripod, which we're not used to in the hunting world, with this big like kind of tack table on the top. And they'd have their their spotting scope, rangefinder, and kestrel wind vane 
all on the same fucking setup, you know, looking all pro. If it fell over, it could kill somebody. Yeah. And then they had to fold that motherfucker. We're, I guess we shouldn't talk shit because we're going to be doing it. You got to fold it all. I got a caddy, though. You fold them all up and get them over to the next fucking spot over there. Yeah, dude. It's. I'm it's, still going to be sitting there with my little fucking, what is this, the ATC? Yep. I'm still going to have my little orange ATC right there, right there. Just. Well, this other thing is a fucking monstrosity. Yes. But if you actually, oh, you got to say this, the people that were fucking doing well had those. That's right. Well, the guy I'm talking about is Corson Piper. Now we sponsor him, but he's a competition shooter, and he had one that challenge the year or two before and you know yeah. he does really well in prs stuff so that vein is actually cool because it just tells you wind direction and you gotta look man you're this is the elr so some of that shit's 2000 plus and you're fucking looking way out there mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. need a good range finder need a good spotter and as a matter of fact let's look at how many spots are left so it opened today and we've been monitoring there was 12 so spots first, just a minute ago first of february First of February, there's nine spots left, and they opened up this morning at 6 a.m. Pacific time. Hoping they sell out today. It'd be awesome. I think they will. Yeah. Went quick. Better not fuck around. That's it's right. It's like that old man with the with the dollar. Yeah. Oh, you almost had it. <laughs> Dangling it. Oh, gonna yeah, get it. Gonna get it. it. <laughs> nice. Uh, what else? You got anything else? Um... Not really. I was trying to think, and like I had a, my phone had some pictures, and I don't like. I said it was really, really vanilla to me. Like compared to, there's always something really exciting I wanted to go see, and I can't say there was this year. Mm-hmm. I wanted. No, I don't go. I should say this. I mean, I, we didn't go. We didn't have nearly the time to look at everything at the show, and we try to keep it, you know, to look at the things within our industry. Yeah, and if we speak about industry, like it, there is one thing that I've already tested out thoroughly, and I love it. Is they haven't totally released it, but Stone Glacier came out with their Bino harness. Mm. Some would say Bino harness, but the Ill- illiterate people among us. Is this a? Is, it's not available yet, though. It's not, and he. We did a video, and I can bring it to Luke to edit, but he doesn't know when it'll actually be on sale. He's thinking by May it'll be for sale. All right. But he didn't know yet, so I can't release the video. But This is the one with the hardbacker wings. Hardbacker wings, more of a tactical feel where you can have your Kestrel and a magazine, and then they have that long pocket or a rangefinder pocket. Mm-hmm. And I like the – first, I didn't like it, but I like the way his – it's reverse. I don't know how you call that, but it's like reverse flap than what you're used to. You're used to people, people folding it forward. Yeah. Or sorry, folding it backwards. Yeah. This folds forward. What I like about it is you can quickly, like if you're – Say you're glassing something, you put it back in there. That thing, the little flap, almost comes up over the top of the glass automatically. Hmm. So if you're walking, the snow doesn't doesn't fall out, and the snow doesn't grab it. And then you can grab it and pull it all the way over the little freaking. It's like a little leg that holds the whole flap. Uh-huh. I'm not describing it as well as I could, but basically, it's dumb proof to losing them almost. Yeah. Because when you once you get them in there, that top wants to wants to crawl back over the top of that glass. Hmm. And I really, the side pocket, it's like a fucking kitchen sink, man. I just put so much bullshit in there. And I like their harness. There's no like real padding, but it doesn't have like the skeletonized H um, on the back of what would you call it? The harness part. Yeah. It has more of a big, big uh, H shaped flap instead of just being the cord material, the mm. webbing material. So it's not near as much like when I have the uh, marsupials or I have the uh, Alaskan Guide Creations. I feel it on my shoulders, like my traps after a couple of days of hiking mm-hmm. around, plus your shoulder strap from your backpack. This doesn't do that. 
The only downside I don't like, it has quick release buckles on the front. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times if you don't tape those, they'll come unclicked and that fucker will come out. Mm. So you got to tape that up, but that's just part of the game. More importantly, Stone Glacier just came out with triple XL for those big boys. Big boys. Yeah. <laughs> I just bought that fucking Grumman jacket in 2X, man, and it's it's snug on me. I would appreciate it a 3X. They came out with some also some cool colors. Yeah. It's yeah. like a because everybody's like, oh, I don't like that astronaut gray. Well, they came out with like a brown and tan. And yeah. It's pretty sweet. Or it's like a Ranger Green kind of color too. Yep, Ranger Green. Did they come out with the Ranger Green in the pack that you like, which is the best one, the integrated one? No, because it's that material. The uh, uh, terminus. Yeah. A terminus is that weird, like it's almost like recycled fucking uh, milk crates, <laughs> filling material. Okay. Or milk cartons. No. But they did come out with lifestyle brands too. So they have a lifestyle like flannels and pants. Mm-hmm. Not for you because you only wear the same fucking pants. Every That's day. right. But yeah, Mason's been liking flannels though. Has he? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this. I did wear. I brought my uh, poncho. Is a very good flannel brand. I brought my poncho flannels yeah. to Vegas. Wore one one night. Poncho is a good brand. We went and saw that. Remember, I tell you, we were going to see that show. I gotta show you show you some videos on the phone. This fucking I've never been to a show like that in my life. Pretty Any sweet. type of Vegas show, dude, it was fucking crazy. What was it called? <gasps> it's the number one show in Vegas right now. I can't tell you, but it's at the wind. They show you boobies and stuff. No, it's not really a booby show. Oh, it's more like uh, it's a three hundred and sixty degree stage. The stage turns and drops into all kinds of different pieces way down into the ground. They got like four entrances from the side. So you sit in a, like an amphitheater all in a circle. Mm-hmm. And we sit about halfway up right where you Is should it be. Like gymnastic shit? Yeah. But it's a lot of fucking, dude, the colors and the lasers. And that tells a story about she's got to collect some crystals from like three different fucking regions of Earth or whatever, right? And put them all together. And what they did from like one region to another just within the stage was just fucking ridiculous. How long was it? Hour and 20 minutes or so. Worth it? Well, we sat about halfway up, so it was 150 bucks a ticket. And like I said, I've never, ever wanted to spend money like that. But, you know, Jessica was there, and we did the thing. And like, you know how sometimes you see a movie, like a really good movie, and yeah. the, somehow the movie, like, draws emotions out of you? Yeah. Like, you'll see, you'll feel yourself, like, tingle a little bit, or, yeah. I don't know, you start to think you might cry or whatever. I don't know, but it made me emotional. Were you on the stack beforehand? No. <laughs> the stack. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like that, dude. It was just, it like... It like I don't want to sound gay, but it kind of like drew something out of you a little bit, like with because it's fucking in t- between the lights, and then they had they have speakers on the sides of your chair right here, mm-hmm. so you feel like you're like in three dimensional sound while everything is happening around you, and like they had this ocean scene right, and they have these these dudes are walking, and they have a like a helium filled fucking big ass whale. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like it's attached to the dude, and you feel like you're like in fucking SpongeBob's world or something, right? So it's, it's crazy. You're saying it is was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah, that's saying I a would lot because you're not a like a show guy. I'm not. I mean, I've already seen that one, but I would say that that show opened me up for seeing another show. Everybody I hear likes them, like <laughs> all that circus delay or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's called? yeah, they yeah. Like they have shows. a lot of different circus yeah. delay ones. This one, I wish I. What's on the table? Hey, look up what look up like a number one show in Vegas right now or something like that. Not to mention. We already did say what's on the table. He must have missed it. Yeah, he missed it. We had a whole conversation, Luke, where you're picking your uh, nose. Another thing that so all this that stone glacier stuff is cool, but the, I talked to Aaron. They're coming out with a new carbon pack, mm-hmm. the carbon frame, the arc. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. You're going to get something to try out. So I'm getting um, that frame because lo- we, we both like the cutthroat. Love the cutthroat. And I like the internal frame cutthroat. Yeah. And Aaron says, dude, you've got to try the frame because they're making a bigger cutthroat. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was a secret or not, Uh-oh. but it isn't now. They're making a bigger cutthroat. But said, they're going to make it, and it's still going to be integral? Nope, it's going to be on the, That's what remember you're I was talking about the thick of that. Uh, he said it doesn't push it off your back. Is Anyways, he said, try this frame before you bitch at me about not making a bigger uh, integrated cutthroat. So, uh, excited to see that. It's none of those up there. None of those were good. Oh, now you're bringing up the Kafari one. Yeah, this was like his, uh, he did a pretty serious oh, durability that. test on that frame. Oh, yeah, he chucked it off the hill. So, yeah, anyways, that's coming out. May, June. I feel like we're forgetting some shit that we saw there, but God, we saw there's just so much you see, and I, I I'm definitely forgetting stuff. Mm. Um, no new pants or clothing or nothing like that. I went back and I went by, and that's what I like about the shot show is you can go stand in front of somebody mm-hmm. and they can't duck you. <laughs> and I'm not saying this company ducked me, but at least I was right in front of them as Apex Optics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because I wanted we that's one of the scopes that people want to see dropped. And uh, they said they'd send us one. So okay. We don't have it in our hands yet, but they said they would. Uh-huh. So got to stand right in front of them and say, what's up? Nice. Outside of that, I don't remember anything. I'm sure I'm missing somebody, and I apologize that I talked to and nothing that jumps out. Huh. Uh, Trigicon had some new reticles, but nothing that exciting. Yeah. Well, I guess we got a speak pipe on there. Better listen to the people. I like how Luke tells us what to do. Yeah. Bastard. (laughs) Hey guys, I was just curious if you knew of anybody in the industry that was developing a modular bolt for a Tika, uh, allowing for quick change of the bolt face from Magnum to standard to two, two, three, similar to Seekins precision. Wow. That sounds oddly specific. That's funny that something must've got out then. That voice is familiar. Really? I don't know if I know who that is, but it sounds familiar. Well, Yes, we are working on one right now. Bat Machine is going to be making it for us, but it is in design. I'm not sure that it'll be modular yet. We're going to fill out the price of the bolt specifically, but because the handle comes off the bolt, they're going to be relatively cheap to manufacture versus a, you know, like a one-piece bolt with a handle and everything all built into it. Uh, so for that reason, we're going to kind of estimate the cost first before we're going to call it a modular bolt. But we are working on an aftermarket replacement bolt at the moment with Bat Machine, yes. Wow. Yeah. Oddly specific. It was. Type. It was. Anything else we're forgetting? I still feel like I'm forgetting something at the SHOT Show. Uh, he'll, put, he'll put something up here. What is this take action shit? Oh, <laughs> uh, because we brought up that. Con- you brought up the Convention, convention of, of States. States. Never heard of that. I guess I'm not educated, but I was somebody brought it up to me the other day. Conventions of the convention of states. Go check it out. I didn't know that was a possibility. Very interesting. Basically, there's and it made it sound like it was the Fifth Amendment, which was weird. But basically, there's an amendment in the Constitution that says if so many states come together, something like 36 states come together in defiance of some federal ruling, uh, they can all come together to basically override. Not only the basically the president, but Congress, the House, mm-hmm. they can uh, each one of those states sends their amount of delegates and then their delegates, the majority of them get one vote per state and they can vote stuff out. You said it was used in the slavery times. 
It was used once before, and I don't remember yeah. where it was at, but yeah. I thought it was around the time. Okay, it's called like Article it. 5 Convention. Something to look into. Pretty cool, though. And this is being brought up right now because of all the states that are sending support to the Texas-Mexico border in defiance of federal rulings yes. and the president. And this lackluster fucking president. Yeah. So pretty interesting how that can go. Of course, Ryan, Ryan is a... Big conspiracy theory guy. Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm, I am. Well, Jake, this is how Jake ran, randomly we talk about. I come in, Jessica will tell you no fucking work gets done because we start talking about random shit. Yeah. And Jake's like, I really dove into this flat earther thing. <laughs> well, I told you that because it was something that popped up on Instagram, but in, 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 I didn't dive into it thinking all of a sudden I'm going to believe in flat earth. Right. I wanted to understand what these fucking idiots are basing their science on. And so I just, you dig, you start digging into it. Of course, all you gotta do is find a YouTube video for a guy that supports it. And this yep. is why we support it. And it's, 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 it's entertaining. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Did you want to hit anything on the ha ha? Ah, shit. I forgot about that. Okay. For those of you that don't know, shoot to hunt has their first annual half-ass hunting Academy here in post falls, Idaho at the unknown munitions shop. Uh, basically it revolves around five classes per day on Saturday and Sunday. This is May 4th and 5th of this year. So just a few months out and bring it up because our vendor showcase has just been growing and growing and growing. Um, I'm just going to run down a few. So of course, bat machine, salmon river, Rockside, uh, up here locally, AR customs, Westwood guns, ACE barrels, G nine defense, sharpshooting indoors, Genesis arms, Rocky mounting hunting calls, JC still targets stone glaciers coming out wildlife creations, alien gear, gunfighters, the CDA Bowman stockies, Reno rifle co outdoorsman's and several others. Uh, we'll all have basically, you know, vendor booths out here. Uh, of course they're getting their booths for free. So if you happen to be in our direct industry, such as these other examples, you guys are welcome to reach out and get you a spot. Uh, 10 classes going on. We have, uh, for example, a lady's coming in and teaching how to cook uh, game meat. She's going to do some live demonstrations in yes. there. But it's five classes. They're about an hour and a half a piece. So uh, five of them on Saturday, five of them on Sunday. Uh, wilderness medical, uh, going ballistic, introduction to bear hunting, zero to 600 yard efficiency, wild game cooking, uh, caping with wildlife creations uh, is a main uh, taxidermist that we all use up here in North Idaho. Uh, match a.k.a. Killing Bullets, Hunting Backpacks by Stone Glacier, Optics and Glassing, and Reloading for Hunting Consistency. Uh, so we'll have all those training classes that those are the only part you would have to pay for. You guys can sign up for that on either Shoot to Hunt's website or Unknown Munitions website. And all the vendors, food trucks, competitions. Uh, we're going to have an archery competition, hunting call competition. We're going to do half-price Cerakote. So you can walk in here with a box of fucking parts and get single color half price on all those parts that are ready to paint. That would be for the weekend only, and then we'd be done that weekend. Free installations with any purchase of any parts, uh, unknown munitions, or Salmon River Solutions, and a lot more that I'm not talking about, but be a big event. This is kind of our first annual deal, and we're trying to bring all the like-minded businesses, especially in this area, together You know, in one spot. This ain't no arts and crafts bullshit. This ain't no typical event you might go to at the fairgrounds uh, where it's every Tom, Dick, and Harry got invited. This is only if you get invited um, or if you're in our industry. And, yeah, it'd be very exclusive. Going to do some stuff Friday night for those that sign up for all the classes, the whole package. Mm -hmm. If you're on the fence, um, 
Luke's doing something cool. He's getting each individual instructor to kind of go over real quick in a short reel of what they're actually teaching, and it's pretty cool. So yeah, so we're doing those reels on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Did he already do the one with Nick? Yep, he did Nick's, he did Chris's, and now he's done Don's, and they're pretty sweet. There you go. So there's a three of our trainers uh, already up on the Shoot to Hunt Instagram page. Uh, wilderness Medical with Chris Cornelius and then Backcountry Cooking. and uh, yeah, We didn't pick these. You know, this didn't happen by accident, the classes or the instructors. Yeah. They're not some guy we picked off the street that started hunting like three days ago. No. Or start teaching. Chris has been doing this his whole life in the backcountry medical field. Uh, you look at um, Wildlife Creations. He's the only guy I've used for the last 25 years mm -hmm. to mount my animals. Don cooks for two fucking outfitting companies. She yeah. obviously knows what she's doing. Odds are, if you're in the Pacific Northwest, the people that we have training, you will likely have heard of them before. It's not uh, it's not nothing new for them. It's not a, I felt good about it, so I started teaching it three days ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we plan to continue offering this event year after year with, obviously, classes changing and growing as needed. Mm -hmm. um, but this is a, yeah, a first for us. And Ha Ha is a cool name. Yeah, Ha Ha Half-Ass Hunting Academy. There's literally a fucking half donkey. Uh, and now he's got some sound effects that are ending on all the, the media stuff he's developing. And sounds pretty awesome. But if you want something to do Saturday, Sunday, May 4th and 5th, it is free to attend. The only thing that's being charged is for the classes themselves. And yep. you just, again, sign up for those on either Shoot Dunn's website or Unknown Munitions. And he's got a name for rings. Uh-oh. Another ring winner. This one seems they're really, I could hear one. them laughing on the other side of the fucking room. No, this one's really, this one's simple. All right, go for it. Unless I'm really fucking it up. But okay, if you if this is your name, get a hold of us for a set of rings, either Premier or Tika rings, any rings that UM sells. And it's oh. Nick Enbloom. That's nice and easy. Yeah. Nick Enbloom. Perfect. You got some rings. Get a hold of us. Anything else? I think we're good, man. All right. Thanks for listening. Thank you.